Welcome back to the program. Hour number two of the Bill Michael Show. Coming up in about an hour, we're going to talk with Zach Heilprin, sports director at WOZN in Madison. We'll get his update on the uh, the Wisconsin Badgers getting ready to hit the hardwood again tonight. Uh, the Broncos getting some scary reports over the weekend. The national report indicates that the Green Bay Packers are willing to make Aaron Rodgers the highest paid player in the NFL. Now, Patrick Mahomes signed a contract reported at $45 million per season, even though when he signed the deal, there was a little less than $40 million in new money. Obviously, one of the keys for Rodgers is finding a way to keep Devontae Adams in Green Bay, who we all know is Rodgers' favorite receiver, and Rodgers said he would be making his future decision uh, during the franchise tag period. That starts next week. But money talks, and Rodgers may not walk, according to reports, which would be a big blow to the Denver Broncos in their search for a quarterback. The Broncos were the favorite if Rodgers ended up being traded uh, they've got three good receivers, a good team. But if Rodgers doesn't come to Denver, it's going to be a big struggle for the team to upgrade from Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, getting Rodgers would allow the Broncos to compete better in a quarterback-loaded AFC. The conference has nine quarterbacks who are 26 years or younger, and they are all former first-rounders. Seven of them were taken in the top ten. Six of them have been selected to a Pro Bowl. Think about that. Think about that. If Rodgers is not available, then uh, the Broncos, and it's going to be tougher for them to find a quarterback. Not only does the AFC have all of those great young quarterbacks, but it also has Derek Carr and Ryan Tannehill. And it's not a great draft for quarterbacks, so the Broncos could go for a veteran, but they're going to they're get a good idea about Rodgers before the end of the month. We all believe that. So the Broncos out there in the Mile High City uh, sweating right now. They're hoping that this this rumor, this leak, if you will, that the, the Packers are willing to go all in and starting to put money together to keep Aaron Rodgers in the fold, they hope that that's just smoke, that they're posturing to say, well, we did everything we could, and he still wanted out, and there you have it. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, they're starting to sweat a little bit out there in the Mile High City. And that also is a report written by John Clayton the uh, former ESPN analyst and uh, radio talk show host today. Um, 877-867-1670. Our buddy ESPN Steve says, if you want to make a point to bring in Brady and win the Super Bowl without Aaron, that would be another uh, feather in Brady's goat cap and make Aaron lose his damn mind. Now you're talking. I've seen that thrown out very often. Yes. Now you're talking. If that were to happen... And this is not going to happen, but if that were to happen, okay. Um, wow. That would be, if if Brady, let's say Brady came in, and again, I'm not saying he's going to want to go play in the cold weather climate all over again, but if Brady came in and for one season made $40 bucks, and took this team to a Super Bowl, you're right. It would not only exponentially give him credibility when it comes to his – he's already got it. I mean, the, the guy's considered the greatest of all time. But it, it's <laughs> – the legend of Tom Brady 
would be that then beyond the legend of Michael Jordan? As the when you talk about the greatest of all time in certain sports, you know, Richard Petty is kind of that first that comes to mind in NASCAR. Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, those are the first to come to mind in baseball. In football, yeah, you can go through this laundry list, but right now you you, you pretty much think of of Tom Brady, Jim Brown, Johnny Unitas. There's that that list of great players, the greatest of the greats, you know. Uh, if Brady were to come to Green Bay and win a championship in his in his final year, if he comes back and says, one more year, I'm coming back, I'm going to see what I can do in Green Bay. And now that Aaron's gone, I'm going to see what I can do. Um, and not only win a championship, but Aaron not to win a championship? Wow. Wow. That would be... That to, for his legacy, it would be beyond reproach from almost any sport. And then it would be the biggest hand across the face to Aaron Rodgers ever. And it's not a purposeful thing for Brady. It wouldn't be like, I'm going to go there and show up what you couldn't do. It would just be, hey, you left. They wanted me, so I came in. Here you go. I thought it was a pretty good roster. I wanted to play again. It's a really good team. It was an NFC. I'm not going up against, you know, the, the nine or ten quarterbacks over in the AFC. Okay. You know, I can do this. Bill, what and if that then, happened while Rodgers had to leave because he wanted too much money? Brady came in and said, yeah, I'll make $8 million a year. Oh. See, now, now you're getting – now you're extending the story to craziness because that would be – let's say – let's okay, let's say Brady comes in and says, yeah, give me $20 million. Ooh. Now you extend Adams and you take away all that money. You manipulate things to the point that you've got additional money to keep players like Devondre Campbell and company. You you bolster that defense. You bolster the wide receiving core. Sign Gronk. Oh, now you see, now you're getting crazy. Real crazy. I've thought about this. Like this is yeah. not just coming off the top of that. And I've gone then you, you keep Devonte, and yeah, now you're 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 putting it all together. You're saying we put our money where our mouth was. We wanted to do the same th- thing for Aaron, but Aaron wanted too much money. And then Brady comes here and wins a championship. Oh my god. Oh my god. That would be that that would put Packers fans out of their damn mind. Now you would know it's for one year. That would be the just like LA just did. You know your one year goal is you got one year, you got to get it done. Here you go. That would that would be that would be the deal. But I think as a Packers fan, you'd take it in a heartbeat. Merlin says Brady would never succeed with the Packers. Why would you say that? He succeeded everywhere else. People said he would never succeed in Tampa Bay, and he did. People would say he was never going to really be a player, be a starter in the NFL. He was. Oh, Sean says, and then let Brady wear number twelve. <laughs> Oh, man. That would be, yeah, that would be the ultimate. Not going to happen, but as we sit here today, a few clouds in the air, a little bit of wind cropping up, temperatures are starting to rise. We kind of go, you know, it's one of those those days where I'm going to kind of tilt my head back a little bit, close my eyes, and dare to dream. Yeah, Bill right? still has the L.A. residual. Right? 
I'm not. I'm not high. <laughs> uh, I, I I tested tested negative. I'm not high. I feel good. I still cannot believe you did right? that. <laughs> oh, what the hell? You know, I, I'm not kidding you. It went on Thursday night and Friday night before coming home. It was. I mean, it, I both outdoor events. The 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 stench of pot was so like smoke hitting you in the face was so strong it was unbelievable. It's Snoop Dogg for shizzle, for shizzle exactly. I completely agree. That's it, it was just so strong. It was so pungent, you know. And you think you know could I possibly be a little bit affected by this? Yes or no? I'm feeling kind of chill. It, I will say, being out in L.A., I love the weather, and I'm not complaining about it at all. But, and I know it sounds euphoric considering what we're sitting in right now, but 75 to 80 degrees every day and sunny, to me, is is perfect. I, But I think people get tired of it. I really do. It becomes passe. It, it You know, I like fall. I like spring. I'm a fan of snow at Christmas time. Beyond that, you can get rid of it. But I like the seasons. The only problem is here, what we have in the summertime, we cherish so much because it's such a blip on the, uh, on the radar when it comes to the totality of the year. It's a three-month period. It's June, July, and August. September, every now and then you'll get a September, which is what I like to call it, when you'll get that 75 and sunny for a stretch or two. Maybe you get a few weeks in October that are nice. You know, maybe you get that April, maybe May, you know, that stretch where you get four, five, six days of 65, 70 degrees, and you're like, wow, this is great. But for the most part, it's always the third week of June into the second week of September, maybe into the third, and then it's hit or miss come Labor Day. And then after that, you're into October, and it's, bam, it's gone. It's the way it works. Um. Merlin says Brady never won a Super Bowl with a defense ranked lower than eighth. Brady has always had a line and never had to worry about being sacked. Uh, he stood back and sat in the pocket. Rodgers has to move constantly. Uh, same with New England and Tampa Bay. Um, Rodgers moved constantly in the playoff game this year. That offensive line wasn't bad. And getting everybody back, Elton Jenkins, David Bakhtiari, having your anchors, their offensive line is not the issue. It was the way they played it in the playoff game, but their offensive line is not the issue. The defense, you get Jair back. You believe in Stokes, you found another cover corner. You're going to have to make some decisions at your at your safety position. The only other thing you're going to need to do is solidify your outside linebackers. You need another defensive guy up front. This whole thing about Dean Lowry, this experience, I don't care. I mean, you, you, you right, yay, Dean Lowry, he gets a sack. But uh, you, when you see pressure like Cincinnati put on Stafford and like, you know, like Joe Burrow was under, I, you know, with Aaron Donald and company, I, it just – it doesn't even compare to what they're throwing. Kenny Clark is extremely solid. You need pieces around him. You can no longer look at this and go, yeah, we're good. No, you're not. No, you're not. It's a lie. When you see really good defense, because let's be honest, a defense won you a championship. A defense that had one sack in the first half had six in the second. Every drive, there was pressure on Joe Burrow. That defense won you a championship.
And let's go back to the quarterback. You've got two good running backs. We all know that, right? All you need is two, a couple of wide receivers, a tight end, and to bolster your defensive front, and you're a pretty good defense. So you're not far away. But also, Rodgers likes to hang on to the football. He's not a step-back-and-deliver guy. You know, because everybody has to be on the trust level with Aaron Rodgers. He has to trust you. That type of thing. You know? So, you know, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, got on the page, boom, right away. Matthew Stafford, OBJ, bam, got on the same page right away. Why is it these guys, you look at Tom Brady, Godwin, same page, right away. Why is it that there is this two-year process of the ability for you to allow me to trust you? This, this, that, that's, what, that's, what, that's where the arrogance comes in. I'm the greatest. Make sure you deserve my attention. No, just the opposite. The great ones, high tide raises all ships. Raise those up around you. Don't make it so crazy complicated for them to come up to your level. For the great ones, you go down to their level and then elevate them upward. You don't wait for them to get to you. Because that may never happen. And that's on you. That's not on them. So the whole thing about Rodgers hanging on to the football, he hasn't done that a lot in the last couple of years. It's been better. It's not like it was under the Mike McCarthy offense. Because there's motion, there's movement, there's certain things that just are read and react and and have a timing to them that have to be delivered in a certain element. So it hasn't been as bad. But I agree with you. And like I stated before, when you look at the wide receiving core, um, Marquez Valdez-Scaling is decent downfield, but he's not great. He's a guy. Alan Lazard's a good route runner, but he's a guy. Go through that whole laundry list. Equinemia St. Brown has been a dismal failure. You've got Devontae Adams. Who knows what what Amari Rodgers is going to amount to because his progression was somewhat diminished by the, the presence of Randall Cobb. So, you know, I mean, eh, you, you, you got some pieces. You need, and Which, you know, to, to Rodgers' credit, the fact that he made the most out of that and had two back-to-back MVP seasons because of it. That that you got to give him credit there. It's just a very honest look at this at the quarterback position and what it what needs to happen in Green Bay for this team to get to the level that we just witnessed in the Rams. Certain things look if you don't consider Matthew Stafford to be this great quarterback, and most don't. I think this whole thought, talk about a Hall of Fame is is I, the more I think about it, it's ridiculous. You know, when we talk about quarterbacks being so vital and and having so much control in a league today that's progressed huge over the last decade in favor of offenses and quarterbacks, to to be a part of seasons in which you're two, four, six wins and that's it consistently, come on. I can't can't go to the Hall of Fame status, okay? Now, maybe he develops into that, and over the next five years, you know, at the age of, what is he, 34, 35, 36, something like that? Maybe over the next five years? Yeah, okay. Maybe he has consistent numbers, and getting out of, De- out of Detroit was the best thing for him, and he develops into this incredible quarterback, and we watch him ascend. Okay. Maybe then he's got a Hall of Fame career. Certainly winning a Super Bowl puts you on a good track for that. But as of right now, psh, no. Come on. Stop. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
downtown Waukesha, where you can find them, 323 West Main Street, Tahuka's Cigars, great whiskeys and scotches, entertainment Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, great place to go and catch a game. Stop to downtown Waukesha, which has completely remade itself over the last few years. Go to theniceash.com, theniceash.com. And also, don't forget about our friends at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. That's Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Sean and the gang. Polyurea coatings, epoxy floor coatings, different colors, different finishes, textures, if you want. And he can do it all from Milwaukee to Green Bay, all the way out to Madison. And they do it all. And uh, it, the workmanship is amazing. And I had this done at my home, my home uh, about a year and a half ago yeah, where they came in and actually had redone the gym floor down in the basement. And it's spectacular. That's the first thing everybody talks about when they walk into this place. It's just really cool. And I got a black and white and gray uh, with all the the you know the color flecks that are in it, which are which is just perfect for down there in the gym area. But you can do whatever color you want and make the finish look however you want. And they can even paint some of the rooms that they're working in. Go to epoxy flooring done right. Different colors finishes. All you got to do is get a hold of them. Epoxy flooring done right dot com. That is epoxy flooring done right dot com. Or call Sean two six two four four three twenty eight fifty two two six two four four three twenty eight fifty two. Uh, let's go to the phone calls. Let's talk to our buddy Tim in Sparta. Tim, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Well, Bill, I'm doing really well because you've got me on fire. Okay. <laughs> I think you're Tell me why. I think you're absolutely right. Um, I, I don't know what – I love Rodgers. He's been my guy. He's the greatest thrower of the football I've ever seen. But if he doesn't play for less than – for $20 million a year or less, throw it away. Trade him, get rid of him, I don't care at this point because you're not going to have enough of a team around him to make any difference. You've got a, you finally had a defense this year, and because your head coach didn't give a damn about special teams enough to go, we got to fix this between Rodgers' bad play in the second half uh, and special teams that cost us, I believe, a Super Bowl this year. Um, you're absolutely right. Kenny Clark has got to have help. Um, yeah, a couple of the guys on the line have had a great year this year. Uh, who cares? Um, mm-hmm. Clark can't do it all because he's getting double teamed and triple teamed. Um, right. you, you finally have a, uh, a, a middle linebacker. After years of begging and begging for one, we finally have one. And what did it prove? That we've needed, that's what we've needed all along. But now he's going to cost you more money. Uh, you got to resign a couple of your cornerbacks. Hopefully not Kenny King, because or uh, you know King, because I don't think he's he's a head case. He's either in the game or he's not, and he's cost too many games when he's not. Uh, but you got you know Alexander. You got to you have to sign him. How are you going to do that? And with what they cost now, plus you've got um, Adams that wants the world. Is he worth it? If you've got a really good quarterback, absolutely. Yeah. If you have a mediocre quarterback, maybe not. But he's going to get somewhere between 25 and 30. And if Rodgers is making 40, 45, that's going to kill you. It's absolutely going to kill you. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry if Rodgers doesn't want to come back at less than 20 a year. It's time to see exactly what we can get for him and move on. It's uh, the thing about being the highest paid player. It all depends on how you manipulate the money. 
and whether or not the salary actually goes against the cap or it's signing bonus or however they put it together with guaranteed money and such. Or uh, they can do a contract that's going to extend uh, payment past the uh, the end of his playing days. But usually what happens is, is all of that guaranteed money, that has to come due. The minute that player would walk away, there's an agreement for whatever portion of money. I don't know how they specifically work that. So maybe they can extend some of those payments out. But for the most part... Yeah, I mean, whatever they promise him, whatever guaranteed money's out there, they got to pay the man, and and I agree with you. I think Rodgers, at this point in time, if he needs to be the highest-paid player, then he's a liar, he's a hypocrite, he said it wasn't about the money, it was about legacy, and then you can go ahead and move on from the guy. But if it's not about the money, and it's truly about legacy, keep him around as long as you possibly can. That's that's my thought. And, and I know that they can. I know that they can manipulate the cap, but at some point, that bill comes due. And look at New Orleans; they're screwed. Um, with yeah. um, and and with the Steelers, how bad are they going to be? Because they're still in cap hell, even though uh, Roethlisberger came back for less money. You yeah. at some point you have to live within your means, and you have, uh, you know, having lived through and seen Bart Starr and Johnny Unitas and all these other great quarterbacks in between. Yes, Rodgers is the, in my opinion the best thrower of the football that has that I've ever seen. But he's he's not doing the Tom Brady thing of I want to win championships. I'm making plenty of money and I'm sorry, twenty mil a year, if you can't live on that, that's a sad, sad of state of affairs. So I've if, never if understood really that I agree not, with you. I, really I, I agree. Championships, you know, then then you've got to say I got my two hundred and seventy million that I've made from the NFL, much less what I'm making from State Farm and the other things. That's enough money for me. Now I've yeah. time to put on the belt. So right. that's my thought. Have a great day, Bill. Take care. All right, buddy. Talk to you. He, there you go. He drops off. You get on board. Now, the, the one thing that I will say is this, and I agree with uh, Chris, who just asked that question. Uh, or not uh, Chris, uh, yeah, Chris uh, asking the question. Is it Aaron Rodgers asking for the money, or is it the Packers saying this is what we want to do? Because I, I, if it's the Packers saying it, I appreciate that. I applaud that, that that's what they want to do. Because they know what they can and can't spend. They know how they can manipulate the roster, and they, they know how they can manipulate the, the salary cap. They know what they're doing. If it's Rodgers asking for that, Saying, look, I'm back-to-back MVP. I'm I'm so much better than this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. And look what they're making. They're making the same as me. I deserve more. Well, then, th- then it is about the money. And 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 I. The only reason I say he's a liar because if indeed he's he's the one that's wanting that. And I don't know. I, I I'm I'm sitting here today saying I don't know what when it comes to the the monetary aspect of this. I, I don't know who's asking for what or who's wanting to pay what. I, I don't know. But if Rodgers is asking for it, after that long diatribe and that specific statement, it's not about the money. It's about legacy and about winning. Then he's a liar. He's a hypocrite. But if it's the Packers trying to make him the highest paid player, at some point, though, you got to look at Rodgers and go, why would you put pen to paper? Why we, knowing what we know about this salary cap situation, unless, of course, they expect the salary cap to go up 
tens of millions in the next three years, which could possibly happen. Unless they expect that, why would you put pen to paper? Why would you say, you know what, this is stupid. Don't do this. Give me this amount of money. I'm good with that. Let's just get the best play. Can you do me a favor? Can you just tell me you're going to go get this guy or this guy or this guy? There's a laundry list of three or five wide receivers I'd love to have besides Devontae. Keep Devontae, pay that man, and then bring in X, Y, Z. Any one or three of those guys. Give, give me this guy. I can work with these guys. I've seen them play. I know them. You know? That's where Rodgers, when it comes to his knowledge and his input and his voice, that's what I hope for. That's what I hope for out of Aaron Rodgers when it comes to that. And I'd love to see somebody else besides Pat McAfee interview him because it's, it's and as much as I like Pat McAfee in the show, it's softball questions. Nobody ever says to him, hey, have you ever said this? Have you ever done this? Have you ever considered that? You know? 877-867-1670. Let's do this. We'll get back to the phone calls when we come back. Hang in there. We've got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, and it's coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. the program this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at quick trip the best i tell you what when you travel and you get out to other gas stations service stations convenience stores and what have you and you realize that it's not a quick trip man you realize how much you miss wisconsin Whew. one of the cornerstones of the state is quick trip and uh man oh man Good stuff. Jim says, I listen to your show often, and it seemed to remember you saying moving on from Rodgers will be stupid, but that was earlier in the season. Now what has changed? I never said move on from him. I never said that, Jim. I've given both sides. If you haven't heard it, that's on you. You need to listen to the whole program. I said time and again, as a fan, I want him back. He gives you the best chance to win. I've never said that. So for you to make that statement, I don't know what you heard. But not on me. There are people that would like to move on from Rodgers. The diva stuff, um, the the arrogance at times, yeah, okay. There are flaws there. But in, in, in when all is said and done, Aaron Rodgers gives you the best chance to win. Tearing it down now and get, turning it over to Jordan Love or whomever, you're not going to win. You're not going to win. Little Quipper says, I see we've now entered the Rodgers bashing season. Um, not ba- No, I, if, if you can't handle the tr- – look, I've said before, the one in five statistic when it comes to NFC championship games, I defend Aaron Rodgers. I give it to you honest. The personal side of things, the, the, the turmoil and the, uh, the offseason drama we went through last year could have been avoided. Could have been avoided. He can speak for himself instead of letting everybody else speak for him. You know, if you truly want to sit back and roll your hands and, and listen to what people say about you and, and enjoy that, okay, that's fine. But you have the ability to speak up. You have the ability to at least say something, to dispel a myth, what have you. You, you have that ability. You have that platform. Everybody listens. Every Tuesday on the Pat McAfee Show, you have the ability to do it. But you don't. You walk a tightrope. 
You stay right on the fence, and it's not on purpose. It's it's not because you're trying to to be neutral. It's because you're trying to create the the static around you, and then you know you blame everybody else and call it white noise. But the bottom line is, when it comes to mad ball skills, the ability to play, yeah, you got them. Absolutely, I think it gives you the best chance to win. I think there are some things that need to be addressed, but. If you can't handle the, the honesty, I'm not even going to say the good and the bad. I'm talking about the honesty. Then what the hell glasses are you looking at this this thing through? 877-867-1670. Hit us up. 877-867-1670. Uh, let's go to Steve listening to us in lacrosse. Steve, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, good morning, Bill. Hey, you, you got bet. the What's up with job you? in the world. You can do this in your house. And you have the greatest <laughs> intro music before the last song. I need a copy of that. <laughs> okay. I'll be good with that. I can talk to your guy later on in another day. But anyway, <clears throat> it just it crosses my mind a lot about, I mean, I've been, a, I've been a Bear and a Packer fan since I was, I think since I was born, but I can remember since I was five or six. I remember watching the first two Super Bowls with uh, in front of the Admiral TV, the black and white Admiral and nobody else was watching them at home in Chicago. I was born in Chicago. And my mom worked at a restaurant where the Bears and the Packers on a Sunday, after the Sunday game, would come to that restaurant. And us three kids were in there when we were little. And we'd sit on, like, my, my brother and sister didn't care, but I'd sit on Vince Lombardi's lap and, and George Hallis. Oh, wow. And catch with Bart Starr in the restaurant. And these big, gigantic trees who were like Butkus Buffon and... It was just, and McGee was there, and I can remember all these guys. And I got my mom got pic, got all the pictures of that. But these guys made an impression on me from both teams. From both teams, mm-hmm. I still think highly of the Bears from that time period. And I know the Bears can be that way again. But really, my heart's with Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I look at what happened. Bart Starr was gone. What did we have? And I'm I'm not even going to say what I said to your guy. I mean, it was we didn't have nothing. There was no right. Hope. Yeah. It was a myriad of stuff, a myriad of guys. Yeah. And then you finally got to Lynn Dickey, and you got some good quarterback play, but he never had yeah. a defense that was capable of handling it, and his knees went bad because he got the hell beat out of him. Yeah, and then Magic Man came, and we were, like, all nuts about him. And my mom had a shirt with him and all of that. And mm-hmm. and she, it's funny because she had Bart Starr's autograph on Mikulski's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but right? he, I'm That's glad unique. he got hurt. It's, I got, yeah. I'm glad he got hurt because then Favre got in, and then with Favre's BS that happened towards the end while Rodgers is there. Rodgers at least was smart enough to pick up, and he may never admit to that, but you can't help but be around greatness and pick mm-hmm. up some of it. And then right. you look at, so these are my memories. My memories are like, yeah, Favre had his little glitch in the at the end, but he was a pretty darn good quarterback, and yes, he was a showman, and yes, he was a shotgunner and a, and a cowboy and whatever you want to call him. But uh, that was great. I enjoyed it. Now I look yeah. at I look at Aaron Rodgers and what are we going to be thinking about if he just says nah, nah if it ain't if it ain't forty or if it ain't thirty nine and a half or whatever, I'm not going to come back. All his great years will never be lost and the Super Bowl will never be lost, but it's going to be here we go again. We got Favre, we got Rodgers stopping. The only thing is this time we don't have somebody to to that, that learned from Rodgers to step in there and take two or three years to get his feet, and then all of a sudden, here we are back with another Super Bowl quarterback. Right. I'm not saying there no, isn't anybody I, I, out there, but Rodgers, I don't know, when you're in the limelight like that, 
I'm telling you, I still remember meeting Bart Starr and his wife, Cherry, when I was yeah. a little kid. That's tattooed on my head. It, it's it, it. Here's the appreciate the phone call and take a listen here before I before I get to break. First of all, I 100 percent get it. I remember the days growing up in Cincinnati and suddenly you'd see Johnny Bench at a restaurant or you would see Pete Rose. Pete Rose lived on the west side of town where I lived and he always took his cars to a guy named Jim Collins. Jim Collins Auto Body. See Pete Rose all the time, you know, and and to see these guys and to have that impression upon you. Now, Pete Rose is kind of a jerk, but you always remembered any interaction with those guys. Always, always did. You could see him at a steakhouse downtown. My dad, he uh, he delivered to a lot of these these premier places, and they'd always invite him in. My dad was such a good guy. They'd always say, yeah, you know, come on down, Bill. So my dad would take me to these steakhouses, and we would see some of these guys down there or coaches down there. Absolutely. Today's day and age is a little different because of social media. So there, there's there's a different interaction there now. And because the money is so big, it's so huge. It, it, it puts them into a different level of strata. Uh, I mean, there's some people that don't necessarily in that direction. Uh, they don't look at it that way. They don't look at themselves as any better than you or I. But it, it just it money changes people. It, it just does. And it's just become so different. And remember, that was before free agency. So they weren't making millions. They were making a couple hundred thousand dollars. And they thought that was the end of the world right there. That was great. So it, it, it just it's so different. But the one thing that you bring up and, and I start to think about is, you know, it's uh, the 80s. For those that don't remember the decade of the late 70s and into the 80s for the Green Bay Packers, you don't know what it's like to have a team that really legitimately just doesn't have hope. I mean, you, you, you can always have the prayer, but it, you don't have hope going into that. You just don't, right? For those that don't remember it, man, for anybody that's born from 1989 on, you know, your first memory is probably 90. 3, 94, 95, maybe 96, right? When you went, oh, that's right. I was a little kid. I was wearing a Farb jersey or a Reggie White jersey. And I was a little kid. I was doing my dance when they won a championship. That's that's your memories, man. Those before that, poof. My goodness. My goodness. Um, 877-867-1670. This one is from uh, Cordy Beefkins, who says the narrative surrounding Aaron was created by the media, not him. It is ridiculous to be talking about how Aaron handles himself. People only care because it's radio and media whom. No, no, no. Again, you're 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 blaming something else on on the media. You don't like the message. So you're going to blame the media. That's not true. That's not true. Not true at all. When Rodgers took to the podium and had all the issues with the Green Bay Packers, it wasn't the media that created that stir. That came from somewhere, right? And it wasn't wrong. People want to go blame Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter was dead on. He was right. The only thing that changed, and Rodgers admitted it was, Schefter said he wasn't coming to back, back to the Packers, and Rodgers ended up coming back to the Packers. But we all knew where the information was coming from. We all knew who was, who was feeding Schefter the information. He was dead on. There was nothing created by the media. 
It was a phone call that was placed from the 49ers that found its way into Aaron Rodgers' camp. He agreed to it, which drove up the red flag. Then we find out that Mark Murphy confirms, oh, yeah, there's problems here. We've been flying out to try to talk to him. There was nothing created by the media. It's just the media found out about it. And then you want to say we created it. Nobody created it. Rodgers then said he wants to take some time. Word leaks out. They want to make him the highest paid player in football. Do you want that? Yes or no? Rodgers himself is the one that said, it's not about the money. If it's not about the money, then what is it about? What you do is you take what people say and the information that you have, and you mold an opinion. I've gone both sides of the fence. I think he's a terrific quarterback. I hope he comes back. I think some of his actions and some of the things that he's done is very diva-esque. And he has nobody to blame for himself but himself for some of the negative commentary. And even he has blamed the media at times for his own ineptitude. It's like, well, wait a minute, we didn't say this. We didn't do that. But people want to shoot the media. That's fine. That's fine. If that's what you want to believe, good for you. Good for you. I bet you don't come back here with the cojones to say, after all is said and done, to say, ah, you know what, you were right. You are a finger pointer at best. And then a coward at most. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, by all means, do so. By the way, it was a record. It was a record. I'll tell you what it is I'm talking about when we come back. Stay tuned. A record, I'm telling you. A record. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Bill Michaels show we continue on we are glad you're with us thanks so much uh, for hanging out this portion of the program brought to you by good friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin they've got uh, some good stuff going on right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin I've been telling you about it for a while they always have something spectacular happening and if you're looking for the most economical best value if you're looking for the, the best home improvement item you can get, uh, right now it's Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Have you seen the prices of everything is going up, not to mention the utilities in your home? So fight back. Upgrade your house right now with energy-efficient Pella Windows and Doors. It can have a dramatic effect on your heating and cooling costs over a period of a year. You're going to see Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. They offer some of the most energy-efficient replacement windows in the industry. And more importantly, you can do this right now on any budget through February 28th, through the end of the month. You can even choose up to 24 months, no payment, no interest, or $1,125 off a swinging or sliding patio door. How about that? And when it comes to choices, Pella offers six different lines from luxurious wood to the vinyl to the Impervia, which is 10 times stronger than the, the Fibrex material. And all Pella lines, they come with a limited lifetime warranty and a 10-year installation warranty. So you're good to go. No worries right there. All you got to do is get a hold of our friends at Pella. Go to Pella, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. And see what they have to offer for the free, free in-home consultation. Good stuff from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Um, Think of this. Uh, not yesterday, the day before, for the Super Bowl. A record, a record, more than 100 million viewers 
tune in to the Super Bowl. More than 100 million tune into Super Bowl 56 to, to watch the Rams beat the Bengals. According to Nielsen, NBC's audience averaged 99.18 million viewers. There was another 1.91 million that tuned into Telemundo. This was the first time. I can't believe it's taken this long. The first time they had a full Spanish broadcast for the NFL. Just now? This is the first time they did it. This was the first time the Super Bowl in Super Bowl history there was a Spanish language broadcast for the game in the United States. Last year's game between the, the Buccaneers and the Chiefs, that drew an average of 91.6 million on CBS, marking the, that year's edition of the NBC broadcast went up 8.27%. And this caps the overall success of the NFL with ratings increases across the board, across the board, including a wildly popular divisional round weekend and then the conference championships even the wild card round for the playoffs was a 21 percent increase the the nfl is not it's not the king it is the emperor and will whoop your ass in any 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 venue around that's how big the nfl is that's how big the nfl is they just are dominating they're beating up everything Everything. NBC, by the way, also airing the Winter Olympics, which coincides with the Super Bowl because of the NFL's schedule change and the added extra game to the regular season. Pushed back the, the, the game to the Super Bowl one week, but the NBC ratings for Beijing have been significantly underperforming previous Olympics. I've always thought of ABC whenever I think of the Olympic Games. I don't know why I just do. I have for so many years. Just always, always, always did. Maybe it just goes back to my childhood or something. I don't know. But 100 million viewers consistently averaging 99 plus, 99 million plus viewership, 99 million plus viewers for the Super Bowl. Wow. That is an emphatic stamp that the NFL is indeed king. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, Brett says Rams are a one and done. If Von, uh, Von Miller, Donald, the coach, Whitmore all retire, Odell Beckham has a knee surgery as well. Um, well, probably, if it all works out that way. They are, I can't imagine Sean McVay quitting. What really would bother me about that, and, and check me if I'm wrong. Look, if he's going to get paid more money to go to the broadcast booth, I get it, okay? I understand that. But if you aspire all this time to be a coach, and you you see you have a Super Bowl, you see what it takes to get there, you know you pushed all your chips to the middle of the table, and you're probably going to go through a couple of down years, it... Isn't that what being a coach is all about, coaching up a team? I don't want to say it's easy because it's not. But he won a Super Bowl because they went out and bought all the right players. Does that make Sean McVay a really good coach? You know, piecing all those egos and, you know, all that mindset together. Yeah, sure it does. But if he leaves, does, I don't know, what does that say about Sean McVay and the coaching ranks? You know? Two hours down. Two hours yet to go. 
We're flying along today. Zach Heilprin, sports director from WOZN. we got to talk a little Badger hoops, right? Badgers playing tonight, back at it. Trying to bounce back after a goofy loss over the weekend. Got to get back at it. We'll talk with Zach about that. So much more. Deviate away from some NFL for a little bit. No baseball. Today would have been the day for spring training, by the way. No baseball. Man, that's sad. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.